Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hello, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy Podcast by a Scooby and a Newbie. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. We have reached Season 6, Episode 6, All the Way, original air date, October 30th, 2001. We have reached that. Man, this is, it's late days. Not too many more of these to go. Yeah. Oh, yes, it's a Halloween episode, technically, maybe, sort of. This is the thing. It's technically Halloween, but, like, it's so irrelevant, right? It's Halloween. It's a Halloween episode in the way that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Right. It takes place at Halloween. (laughs) Right. Which is why I don't think I was really classifying it as being specifically Mm. a Halloween episode. I guess people are in costumes. That's the crux of what Halloween is. Yeah, basically Xander's in his pirate costume the entire time. And other than that, you could miss that it is Halloween. Yeah, because Anya is also dressed up the whole time, but it's unclear. (laughs) (laughs) She's an angel. She's Charlie's angel. (laughs) Oh, so good. It's just such an Anya costume. It's so perfect. Yeah. So amazing. I thought she was going to say when asked about her costume... And she said, oh, this, I'm an angel. I thought she was going to say, like, this is what angels look like. (laughs) The classic Earth conception of them is very wrong. She also could have gone in a third direction and just claimed that that's what she thought Angel, the character from this show, (gasps) normally dressed like. That would be fantastic. Oh, God. He does wear stupid things. So, it's Halloween, the magic box is incredibly busy, because everyone has waited until today. Actually, no, that is what people do, what am I saying? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, to buy all their Halloween decorations and such. Various sundries, magical sundries. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure a sundry is really an object. (laughs) I don't even fucking know what a sundry is. It's it's not a sundry, that's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) You have various and sundry objects. Oh, I see. Yeah, you don't have a sundry object or a sundry even. Well, I don't know what a sundry is. I still don't know. You, this has not been illuminating for me. It's an adjective for miscellaneous or various. Oh, there you go. I'm just, I'm learning. I thought it was a noun. My entire life has been a lie. Classic Donnerino stealing things in the magic box again. She is classic. I've got a picture called Glosstastic. Oh my god, she's hitting up the gloss hard. <laughs> she has so much lip gloss on. I don't know if I was just noticing it this episode, but she looks a lot older than she, she has. She is dressing a lot older. Her hair is done a lot older. Yeah. And yeah. so much fucking lip gloss. Oh my god. So much lip gloss. We've got Willow also in the magic box admonishing a fake witch for <laughs> buying a witch book and... Wearing warts and such. She's really And mad, she's looking yeah. stripey AF. Oh, super stripey. She wears this... Everyone wears these clothes the entire episode, which is kind yeah. of disappointing. Boo. Yeah. Boo. And, oh my god, what the fuck is Spike doing in the basement of the magic box? Uh, there are tunnels? Right. What? Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty questionable. <laughs> Like, apparently there's just some sort of sewer network that connects all of Sunnydale. (laughs) Oh, God, it's so good. I love it. It's such nonsense and it's not important. And they were clearly just like, ah, fuck it, tunnels or whatever, man. It's the Hellmouth. Who Who cares? cares? Yeah. No, and like rapid fire. I have another picture. Ooh. It's his Buffy. 
Wait, okay, I need to parse this. Belt to strap ratio. There we go. There you go. I got it. Because her belt is humongous and her the straps on her tank top are the thinnest of spaghetti. Let me crank up the brightness on my laptop here because, of course, this picture is dark as fuck. Wow, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was very difficult to get a picture that showed both at once. They kept yeah. showing her. Yeah, it wasn't helping. So it's hard to see the strap. But she's got this very lacy tank top on that has super, super thin straps. And then, like green pants <laughs> and i'm not even sure what to call this belt burgundy dark purple maybe well it could be it could be a brown that's just like could be a brown weird lighting and then got like a gold border mm-hmm. i don't know i hate yeah, it yeah. and it's it is not serving the purpose of a belt despite no, being it's gigantic real low right it's a weird combo that we've got oh, but yeah man classic pigtails for her yeah she's really rocking the pigtails recently Mm-hmm. she and spike have some excellent sexual tension they have really just cranked that right up way up oh my god <sighs> spike suggests some light patrolling to take the edge off but giles will have none of it he needs help bagging items for okay customers. whoa 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 What's spike up? suggests patrolling by calling it rough and tumble which yeah. Buffy is taken aback by because <laughs> she doesn't immediately think that that means patrolling. Right. And, like, I mean, obviously, that is why Spike said it that way. I understand <laughs> yeah. that. But, like, at no point, if if someone said that, would I think they meant patrolling? So I think Spike's really reaching by calling it that. I think Spike has made an excellent double entendre here. <laughs> because they do patrol a lot and buffy like a lot of her life is patrolling so she should be able to understand this i didn't understand it but that's fine i do also like that spike is trying to make himself seem like a badass by saying that he steals from giles in the magic box (laughs) and you're like oh yeah that's so badass that even dawn does it yep yeah man giles is losing inventory (laughs) hand over fist here who's paying for stuff just the chumps i guess (laughs) just the chumps of sunny d we are introduced to our creepy old man for the episode (laughs) our clear villain mr kerbopel that's pretty close to what his name is you know it's kraut funnel or something so it is spelled K-A-L-T-N-T-E-N-B-A-C-H. I, I, I stopped listening halfway through yeah. that. What's up? Kaltenbach? Kaltenbach, yes. Yeah. I called him Mr. Collingwood or Kallenbach. Kallenbach was actually was very really close. It really close. Wow. Yeah. Mr. Krabappel yeah. is a lot easier for me to remember. If I'm being a honest. lot easier. Mrs. Krabappel? How come you don't live with Mr. Krabappel? So he is a creepy old man. <laughs> In the grand tradition of creepy old men. Oh, so obviously evil? Jeez. Could they be putting it on any thicker? God. Humming Pop Goes the Weasel. (laughs) And yeah, you know what? You bring us into our first segment Uh, with that. Little segment I like to call Double Bluff. Look, Homer won't want to go, so just ask him and he'll say no. Then it'll be his fault. I don't want to go, so if he asks me to go, I'll just say yes. Wait, are you sure that's how this sort of thing works? Shut up, Brain, or I'll stab you with a Q-tip. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, they... Did they get you good? Oh, no. Oh, my God, no. (laughs) Are you kidding? This creepy old man is humming Pop Goes the Weasel, looking out at all the kids, I don't know, saying something ominous probably about them. He's got a knife in a kitchen. And I'm like, listen, show, 
if you're trying to scare me, you got to do a lot better than that. And then I'm like, oh, you're not trying to scare me. This guy's not evil at all. Yeah, huh. Is this not how we show that people are evil in this show, generally? It is. Right? Like, how is this any different from every other time someone evil's been lurking, doing sinister lurking? Because it's an old man who (laughs) just has a regular knife in a kitchen, which is a place that knives traditionally are. He's looking out of a window, and he has a knife in the knife house. And you're like, okay, there's nothing ominous about this, other than the ridiculous keying and the music and stuff. But we we saw that with the body last season, where it was like, oh, Buffy's stalking through all of these caskets. And it's like, no, obviously she's shopping for a fucking casket for her dead mother. And here it's like, obviously this guy isn't evil. They're selling it too hard. Mm. So they should have been, I don't know. I mean, like the payoff of this this double bluff, as you call it, is probably like, what, halfway into the episode? Yeah. So, like, I don't really want them to spend more time trying to trick me. Listen, I love Mr. Krabappel. He is the creepiest old dude. The more that he talks, the more (laughs) I was convinced that I was wrong about it being a double bluff. Because Because of all the shit coming out of his mouth. Who wants to help daddy in the kitchen? How about you, Sally? He calls Dawn Sally, and she's just like, oh, God, no. Justin offers to lend a hand and he's like, could always use more hands. And he basically, he makes some ominous comment oh. about ever since the incident. Yes. At like the, yes, toy, the incident factory at the toy factory or something. Yeah. And you're like, wow. So at the same time, you're sort of like, man, this poor lonely old man, poor guy, like he has no one to talk to because he's, he's, yeah, pretty creepy. And yeah. maybe he's just got some issues, and that's just sad. He doesn't right? deserve what's going to happen to him. He doesn't. I love this guy. I yeah. love. I would have loved it even more if he had murdered some teens. That would have been great, <laughs> especially given this episode. It's full of horrid youths. Oh, my oh, God. So full oh. of them. We'll get to that. Oh, God. And We've... if he had just murdered, like, a couple of them, I would have been so much happier. The fact that he doesn't, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, he's misunderstood now, and that's also a bummer. Yeah. I just love this guy top to bottom, though. Okay. He's, he's great. We've wildly skipped ahead. What? No, that's fine. Okay, let's go back. <laughs> Anya's super happy with all of the money that so they got during the Halloween event. money. Holy shit. She does the dance of capitalist <laughs> superiority. <laughs> it's adorable. It's don't, so good. Don't get me wrong. Like, everyone who helped her in, is doing it for free? Yep. Question Not getting mark? Paid. Like, that... That makes the amount of money she just made all the sweeter, right? All the better. Listen, if it were other Anyas helping Anya, then they would have been paid. But these chumps, they do it for free. Like communists. They get taken advantage of by the capitalist, as they should. I guess that's true. That's what capitalism is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they're all very tired, and they need to clean up the magic box. So, of course... Willow's like, oh, let's throw some Fantasia up in here. Get the brooms (laughs) to do the cleaning. She does not get very far in this suggestion before it's shot down as being a terrible idea by Giles and Tara. She literally references something that went very poorly for the magic user 
in the thing she's referencing. That magic user was a cartoon mouse. Uh, she is so much more competent right? than a she's, cartoon mouse. She's Willow. She knows all about magic, right? She should could never be hurt by magic. She's no, Willow. True. What are we even saying? Giles, <laughs> Giles and Tara are just, what are they even talking about? They don't know anything. Xander decides unilaterally to tell <laughs> everyone about the engagement because now seems like the perfect time. And I'm like, man, Anya's been pushing for this for so long and you couldn't just let her tell everyone? Right? And like, how is this the time? How is this the time, Xander? There are so many better times and Anya's very confused that this is apparently the time. As so, she should be. It's not right? the time. It's not. It definitely is not. But yeah. Oh, yay. They're engaged. Everyone knows. Good. Anya is rocking what I have titled that 70s hair. Oh, hell yeah. Because she got her Charlie's Angels outfit on. So of course it's she has so to have good. I love that this 70s hair. hair. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. She got some really sweet big star earrings. Mm. And Xander's mm-hmm. rocking that single hoop for the <laughs> pirate look. He rocks that hoop earring Fuck for yeah. most of the episode. And I don't think his ears pierced, so that has to be a clip-on. Those yeah. bitches hurt, man. Yeah, it's gotta hurt a lot. <laughs> it does hurt. <laughs> We're gonna have a an engagement party, an impromptu engagement party for the happy couple back at the summer's home. And, ah, uh, we don't have any decorations, but no worries, Willow can <laughs> magic some up. Yeah, great. That's just a great use of the forces of... They're not the forces of darkness, I guess. But they're like the mystical forces that surround us. Better use them to decorate. She's borrowing energy from places that <laughs> she should not be borrowing energy from. Right. So, yeah, Giles and Tara, again, share a look when this happens because they're like, man, that really seemed pretty unnecessary. Don't worry. Magic won't have a price. That's not <laughs> a thing. So yeah. little Donnie wants to go over to her friend Jen's place for a sleepover. And I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Buffy, you were a teen so recently. You pulled this exact trick exact so many thing. times. It's Halloween. It's She's Halloween. going for a sleepover. God. She's not going to sleep anywhere. You dummies. Dumbasses. Yeah. And Buffy doesn't really want her to go, but already said she could, and then tries to shirk her responsibility <laughs> onto Giles. That he onto deflects. everyone, yeah. not just Giles, That's anyone true. who will listen. She's like, Xander, you tell her not to go. Xander's like, uh, Anya, you tell her not to go. Tara, you tell her not to go. Yeah, no one is having any of that, because Buffy's the one in charge of Dawn, despite her really not wanting to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty terrible at this whole adulting thing is our Buffy. Sure is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dawn wins out in the end, convinces Buffy yeah. that it's just a sleepover with her friend Janice. Jen was close to that name. <laughs> yeah, I've got like Janet, Jen, Janice. I think those are the three times that I mention her, and they're all different names, but that's fine. It doesn't feel like a teenage name. Janice? Janice? Right? Janice, yeah. I yeah. just, yeah. I feel like you should do like Justin, a, though. do a Chandler Bing drop. Because that's the mm. only Janice character I can think of from that's anything. true. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Chandler Bing. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I've got a picture of these horrid youths that that Don <laughs> goes and uh, hooks up with here. Oh yeah. Oh, we they got are... Justin, Janice, and Zach. They're so, okay. So first of all, Zach looks 30. <laughs> 
Oh my god, he's very old. <laughs> he's so... So, actually, I have him up here. Let's see what year he was born in. I would say that he doesn't look 30. He looks like, a you know, an 18-year-old who's been through a lot of shit. So, like, okay. he has seen things that no man should see. This episode came out in 2001. Uh-huh. And this actor was born in 1978. Okay, wow. So he's <laughs> a year younger than Tara. I was yeah. just looking her up today. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that's, uh, is that 23? He's much younger than I expected. (laughs) I can't believe he's only 23. Listen, he Uh, just looks like he's been through some shit. Like, had a minor cocaine addiction, kicked that for some meth, and then did meth for a little while. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. Poor guy. No, not poor guy. They're (gasps) aching houses. They're letting air out of tires. They're awful. Their youth pranks are so dumb. Dumb. Oh, God, they're the worst. Honestly, they're talking about sex and uh, they're they're not. That's also a, a bluff. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. much so. It's a metaphor. Oh, show of metaphors. So I have something to say about one of the youths. Uh, mm. I will refer you to my picture, Turtle Drift. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is Janice. Oh my God. <gasps> <gasps> I think I oh, I cottoned on to the fact that Janice was wearing a turtleneck. Yeah. I didn't realize that she had stolen the neck from her midriff, though. <laughs> right? She cut it off and just put it around her neck. Yeah. Wow. It's very, it's like a above the uh, belly button shirt. And then it's the early 2000s. So, of course, she's wearing hip hugger jeans. Because oh, everyone course. is at that time. And so there's a lot of midriff happening. It's delightful. This is Amber Tamblin, who you may or may not is Amber Benson's cousin? <laughs> may or may not have heard of. Yeah, I mean, people who are named Amber are all cousins, right? I think so. Yeah. So th- she's been in a bunch of stuff. Sister of the Traveling Pants. She's in 127 Hours. She was on Two and a Half Men for a while. She's on Doesn't House she for a bit. Doesn't she star on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Uh, who are you even? Andy Sandberg? <laughs> uh, but the reason... <laughs> I'm just going to blaze right past that. The reason that I recognized her is because she is married to David Cross. Fun fact. Oh my god! Tobias from yeah. Arrested Development. She is married to Tobias Funke. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, he is reaching and she is settling for sure. No, David Cross has a wonderful personality. He's great. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves to hear that they have a wonderful personality. They're such All a right. great guy. Yeah. Let's go mess with Mr. with old man Kallenbach. <laughs> great, yeah. Oh, these teenage pranks are just the wackiest. Let's They're go. They're gonna smash, smash his pumpkin. pumpkin. Man, what that dicks? pumpkin is so nice. It's oh, so I'm nice. I'm so angry that they want to smash it. These fucking youths. These horrid youths. <laughs> I hate them so much, and it makes you feel so old to like yeah. get really mad that they want to smash a pumpkin. <laughs> Honestly, they're the worst, though. They uh, are garbage. I, I really do hate them. Yeah. Mr. Kallenbach, or Krabappler, whatever his whatever. name is, invites them all inside because he's a kindly old man oh. and he only wants some of their hands and or heads for his collection. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where he invites them in and it's that sort of serial killer like or halloween movie where the teenagers foolishly agree right the situation is clearly very sketchy and they're like sure we will go in to this creepy old man's house what could go wrong there are two young guys who could probably take him on if he tried anything but 
They always gonna... think that. <laughs> I'm not going to say that the teens were actually not in any danger here. They may have been in some danger and like, just not really realized it. Who knows what was in those Rice Krispies, right? They could have been uh, drugged. Mr. Kallenbach, old, kindly old man Kallenbach has has <laughs> actual <laughs> treats for them. He's like, I've got a treat for you. And he actually <sighs> does. They're nice Rice Krispie squares so and they got happy. little pumpkins on them. They're, they look so yummy. <laughs> it makes me so weirdly upset. That well, yeah, because Justin's a vampire Justin's a and he vampire. fucking kills him. What a dick. What a dick. Yeah. Oh, poor Mr. K. Pour one out, man. Oh, I just like, I, I really felt for this old lonely man. Like it made me so like genuinely sad. You identified with him a lot? Is that what like, you're saying? Yeah. I think I'm that old lonely man. <laughs> Give it a couple of years. Don't yeah, worry. Oh, geez. I'll have more cats in him though. <laughs> like a lot more. So many more cats. Yeah. Uh, this was going to be a segment, but I didn't remember or something. Anyway. Sure. Anya and Giles are talking with Xander there and, you know, they're like, oh, excellent. We're getting engaged. Giles is like, oh, sick. Are you going to move in together? Buy a house, maybe have some kids. And Xander's so uncomfortable <laughs> because he's a guy. And I'm like, why show? Why yeah. is this the gender stereotype that you went with? He I'm just, really disappointed. Like, he's so shell-shocked by all of it. And it's very clear that he gave none of this any thought before proposing. Which, oh, my God. Like, right. It's very unfair to gender stereotype that way. And, I mean, we can headcanon it and say that Xander is just not very good at planning for the future at all. And he that has not... so many commitment issues, uh, though, in the typicalist yes. of guy ways. And maybe this hits, like, really close to home. Because uh, how many days is it until my wedding? Maybe we better measure that in hours. It's five days until my wedding. So, fuck you, Xander. Getting married is great, you dick. <laughs> Fucking uh, asshole. I mean, the, no part of me feels like I'm going to have to give you, like, a pep talk the more oh yeah, I'm going to get fucking cold, cold feet, feet on this relationship <laughs> I've been in for fucking nine years. Yeah, and I'm going to have to be like, no, man, don't worry about it. It's going to be you okay. You got this. Like, no worries, bro. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if you can do you. that on my wedding sure. day, I would very much appreciate it. Uh, I'll come up with a better, ooh, I'm going to find, I'm going to look up lists of things to say when people get cold feet. I'm going to read those to you. Ombre, right? Right. Hermano, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're just going into Arrested Development. <laughs> That's all you're doing. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so Don gets into more trouble. She has just fled Old Man Kallenbach's house with the rest of these horrid youths, and the two guys claim to have burgled the old man and fled. I. They did. They took his wallet. That's they true, also, I guess. Like, you can burgle someone and murder them. <laughs> Yeah, they <laughs> totes murdered him. Well, Justin totes well, murdered him. Apparently he did not taste very good because he's all old and whatever. Yeah, no, he is pretty gross. And Dot's like, oh, I don't care about stealing. I steal all the time because I'm a mature adult. I'm like, yeah. fuck you. Fuck all of this. So this is very much Don wants to seem cool with all Impress of her cool... The cool kid. Well, he just stole, so she's like, I also steal? No big deal, though. Uh, 
I really hope they get eaten. That was all I was thinking here. I'm like, man, if these kids just get eaten by some vampires, that would teach them a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Janice has gone for a huge glug. (laughs) Oh, Return of the Glug? (laughs) Holy shit. We're back to huge glugs. Fantastic. Yeah. So this is the uh, drink that little Jay was drinking when Harmony was making fun of Cordelia and saying that, like, this could be her new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so when little Jay was drinking it, it was comical how large it is. Like, it's still pretty comical, I would say. It's very American how large it is. Yeah, it's just so big. Like, What's is that, that a two three liters? Liter? Okay, you're going for three? I think two might be more reasonable. Yeah, what, probably two what's, liters. Uh, what's that in freedom units? That's like a twelfth of a gallon or something. <laughs> Maybe seven eighths. I don't you know. No, you have no idea what a gallon is. You know what? I don't have any idea either. Oh. So it doesn't even matter. <laughs> it's forty-four one hundredths of a gallon. You know. <laughs> You're the worst. Uh, can uh, I get that in a worse fraction, please? <laughs> Oh, 44 100. Units. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Gallons oh. are the dumbest shit. Anyways, let's... <laughs> <we've>, <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, it's like 79 ounces over a half or something. I don't fucking... Yeah. It's nonsense. Anyways. Uh, uh, right. Zach so, has stolen up. a car. Yes. He's, he's killed a second person. Like, this is quite the killing spree that they're For on. Halloween, man. Right? Like, the day that they take off. Uh, idiots. And they've stolen this car, and now they're going to go park in the woods. Because, again, they're teenagers, and that's what teenagers do. I'm very unfamiliar with this use of the word park as a verb to mean park somewhere and then make out. But, yeah, sure. Let's go with that. I've called I've... it parking up in several instances, which oh, no. I think just really shows how oh, out of touch I am oh. with the youths. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, I really am. No, I don't like that at all. Parking's fine, but parking up is not? What does that mean? What does parking mean? mean? (laughs) Like, you're literally, you're parking the car and Uh, making out in it. Does the up come in? So Janice runs off, and I'm hoping she gets eaten by Zach. Uh, (laughs) One down, one to go here. (laughs) (laughs) Justin and Dawn are left alone in the car, and Dawn has her first kiss of her life. And it's with a vampire, and I love that so much because she will never, ever live that down. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. So, yeah, it's um, it's pretty bad luck for poor old Donnarino. No, so, fuck her. <laughs> the uh, the continuity portion of the wiki says this episode means all three Summers women have had romantic encounters with vampires. Wait, when did? And- Joyce right. have a romantic... And apparently, Joyce meeting Dracula for coffee is a thing oh, that happened. That did happen! <laughs> Doesn't she just let him in for coffee? No, 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 no! <laughs> no, did the they... reason that he could get in is that they went out for coffee. And then she invited him back to their place? Yeah! <laughs> okay, so there you go. Dracula! <laughs> oh, fantastic, yes. Uh, oh, that did happen. Yeah, Wonderful. Great. So yes, it'll take Dawn quite a while to be right after realizing that she has almost gone all the way with a vampire instead of a a normal human fellow. But what the fuck is she expecting? I guess it's Halloween. This is against the rules. Whatever. Oh shit, bronze! What up? (laughs) Okay, wait. So 
for in terms of what was she expecting? So these two guys go to the same school as Don and Janice, right? Uh-huh. Like Zach is said to be Janice's boyfriend, right? So how recently did they become vampires? Ooh, very right. Maybe like because if they go to the same school, they'd have to be there during the day. <laughs> oh right, right. Oh right. So they were because maybe Justin's just seen been seen around at parties at night. I don't know. Sure, he has a Letterman jacket. He is a some sort of could have killed someone man. and stolen that. <laughs> It's also the old Sunnydale high colors, so maybe uh, it's a relic. Who knows? Who's who's to say? Right. So I'm just saying I think these guys are very recently vampires. Sure. Oh shit, bronze, what up? Let's do this. Woo! There's a live band in the bronze, which is very rare these days. We're, We're happy to, to see them. We're happy to see them. And the bronze is bumping. Everyone's got their... There's a lot of costumes in this scene, at least. Okay. Oh, thank God. I was so afraid that I had not gotten a picture of Willow's stupid handbag. But I did get a picture of it just incidentally. Oh. Oh, yeah. I think it's uh. faux fur, but like really short. It's fuzzy. It's They might be velvet. Oh, it's terrible. It's Tara's gross. rocking up in some sick red leather. Oh, the reason right. they're going out, they all know that Don's missing. They're like, I tell my parents I go over to your place. You tell your parents you go over to my place thing is fallen apart. And everyone knows that they're looking for Don. So Tara and Willow are at the bronze to look for her. And yeah, Tara's red leather coat, still doing work. Yeah, I've got a picture of this from a little bit later that I've called color combo. Because I just really wanted to focus on, she's got this red leather coat. She's got this pink shirt. I think she has purple pants. (laughs) Her lips are like, oh, I don't even know. They're very similar to the color of her face. (laughs) But then they're a little little pink. It's just like her lips are disappearing into her face. Mm. And I hate the red and pink together with a burning passion. Classic Buffy combo here. God, it's so gross. But yeah, they're at the bronze. Everyone's dressed up. The bronze staff are all wearing their like space pants space pants yes yeah <laughs> i think there's a one in the background of red leather yeah oh yeah yeah there's you can just, see her just to the right silver of and shiny Tara. yeah oh man very <sighs> attention getting the bronze yeah. rebrand is still going strong here and so yeah right they're looking for dawn let's go up to the scaffolding and see if we can find her and you know what would make this a lot easier oh some magic just like a little bit of magic to move everyone who isn't dawn (laughs) to an alternate dimension (laughs) for a fraction of a second they won't even notice it's not a big deal okay it's Uh, the craziest thing that i think i like I understand Willow saying, okay, a bunch of decorations, not a big deal. Yeah. But I'm going to shift all these people to an alternate dimension temporarily. That's insane. That's the best plan that you have, Willow. It's fucking insane. Oh, my God. So, yes, uh, the magic as drugs metaphor gets a strong start with Tara telling Willow, you're using too much magic. Willow, you're using too much magic. <laughs> right. Yeah. I uh, have, like, some pretty intense, like, previously on flashes of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you would. It is the perfect soundbite for it, isn't it? It's such a good soundbite. Uh, I heard it and I was like, oh, I've heard that a lot of times. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So Willow yeah. gets mad. Obviously, she's not being reckless or whatever. This will work out fine. Nothing will ever go wrong. When she gets mad at Tara, 
she uses a spell to silence everyone else <laughs> so that they can have their fight in a more reasonable Ooh, way. That, boy. I mean, that... <laughs> Does not make things better. No. Yeah, you know? and Tara plays the, you know, I'm only acting this way because I love you so damn much, which is mm. true. Like, that's why she cares so much and, and wants Willow to, like, respect these forces she's dealing with because she's genuinely afraid that Willow's going to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so this, I think, is a decent time for our second segment of the evening. Little segment that I like to call Year in Review. Hello and welcome to the Big Fat Quiz of 2017. This is a quiz all about 2017, or as world history will remember it, the final chapter. <laughs> Interesting. Now, before we get into this, I just want to say that I had, after Tara gets mad and storms away from Willow, like down the stairs, mm -hmm. my first thought was like, so this is when the stairs collapse and Tara gets impaled, right? <laughs> <laughs> Almost certainly true, yes. But like, they can't do that twice. <laughs> uh, they could. Don't, <laughs> they don't challenge them. Not this time anyways. <laughs> All right, so right. here in so review, segment, right. let mm. us look back on these first six episodes of this television series and just compare with previous seasons and see how, see how they do, you know? So in terms of, like, how far we are along with the arc of this season? I think like there's a, a few character. different ways we can look at this. Yeah, uh... Mostly I'm comparing the first six episodes of this season to the first six episodes of season five, which is unfair because season five had it really easy in a few ways. They had fucked up horribly all through season four, just yeah. so hard and constantly that they were very easily able to do one episode at a time, one character at a time. Let's fix this character. And that was a reasonable thing to do. And the first, like, seven episodes of season five are solid. 100%. Yeah, because they're, they're literally just going over all the stuff that they spent the season ignoring. Yeah. First six episodes of, or, like, first couple episodes, let's say, of season four, you know, we've got Buffy starting her college career. And that actually, that does a pretty good... Oh my god, Beer Bad is season four, episode five. Never mind. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> We've also got the, basically the entirety of the Oz arc uh, happening yes. in there. Yeah. Because he had to leave so quickly. Like season True. four, episode six is Wild at Heart. Yeah. Which is like the full on Flamingo Girl episode. gets her comeuppance <laughs> as we know it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, season three, how did we start that off? Um, Faith shows up. Right, yes. And then there's <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, which is a huge throwaway. Homecoming, which is a pretty Cordelia heavy one. And then Band Candy, which is Ooh. wacky fun, but again, doesn't really do anything. Buffy seasons do tend to get off to a rough start, though, because the first two episodes yeah. of season three are Anne and Dead Man's Party. And then Faith, Hope, and Trick, like, sets up a bunch of stuff, but I couldn't tell you what happens in that episode other than Faith shows up, and then I'm just gonna Mr. Trick read, is there. I would like to read you season two. Oh, so, yeah. when she was bad, mm -hmm. some assembly required. Oh, no. School hard, which is the first oh, yeah. Spike episode. 
Inca mummy girl. Oh, oh, oh. Reptile mm. boy. Mm. And Halloween. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. That's so Buffy rough. seasons get off to a rough start. So in, Traditionally. Like in this season's defense, the first two episodes were dealing with the whole Buffy was... No, the first three episodes were dealing with the whole Buffy was dead for months thing. I think it stacks up very favorably compared yeah. to most other season starts. One, two, and three of this season, very good. Then they went through flooded life serial and now all the way. And I'm like, oh, you, you hadn't planned that far, had you? <laughs> So Flooded in Life Serial, at very least, is setting up the nerds, which mm. is, they need to do that. And, like, they don't always sort of set up villains and then have them have uh, another episode immediately. Right. Which they is what they did with this one. And yeah, I mean, obviously this episode is pretty much a throwaway, <laughs> but... <laughs> at least Dawn gets to do stuff. I don't know. Oh, she does get to do stuff. Yeah. Listen, all of this teenage horribleness, this these horrid youths, it'll all be worth it very soon. Buffy is oh, barging yeah? into Spike's crypt, which is hashtag rude. And yeah. Spike's like, hey, you're here to look for Dawn. And Buffy's like, wait, what? What's happening with Dawn? Because she left before <laughs> Janice's mom called. So she didn't actually find out. And it's the year 2001, but no one has a goddamn cell phone. Yeah, so. this is actually getting to be unreasonable. People should really have cell phones by now. Probably, but they don't and they never will. So let's just get over it. It would be helpful right now, too. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay, so Giles is close by to someone who is screaming. <gasps> uh, it's Janet instead. Boo! <laughs> Hey, she got what she deserved, according to you. Not my words. She I'm, only got I'm... bit a little bit. She didn't die. Come on. She got bit a lot, but she didn't die. She's going to survive. Yo, Giles fucking crushes this vampire fight. <laughs> he kicks kicks Zack into a tree to stake him to death. Listen, I'm going to give you the vampire body count after Ooh. we're done. And like, Giles is going to come off very well. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> I didn't really like this staking. This was like a three out of ten staking for me. It's very garbage. Yeah. yeah. I, I hated it. Because, like, the, it's just a branch. Yeah. It's not... Like, the branch is going to break. doesn't matter. Right. doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> Don realizes that Justin is a vampire and starts to walk away from him because, you know, all of this is pretty bad. I love, love everything from this point out because Justin's like, wait, Don, I just hoped we could, like, hang out or something and that <laughs> that works on dawn she's uh, like you know i think you're reasonable <laughs> i think that is a good idea maybe we could hang out and be friends so it's it's tough because she like definitely wants a boyfriend this guy is cool he's <laughs> older he's a vampire you know. But Dawn hangs out with a vampire a lot. That's and true. Spike's really cool. <laughs> uh, and she hung out with Angel, presumably, before. Or right? was at least around to see Buffy do that. Maybe I'm like, Spike doesn't have a soul and he's okay, right? Maybe she thinks Justin is going to be her Spike. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh boy. I love it. I love it so good. It's amazing. <laughs> and no, Dawn, it's not going to work out, but she really no. wants it to because then she'd have a boyfriend. That would be good. Yeah. Even if she had to get like a little bit bit, that's fine. Just a little bit. Just a tiniest no bit. No big deal. It's okay. Giles shows up to save Dawn, but oh no, there are many more vampires here. It's <laughs> this group of rebels. From? 
Listen, Jesus. they were all parked up around Giles and they turned their I lights guess. on immediately. That's what that's what happens. This is like the vampire makeout area. Well, it's where they all agree to bring their chumps, you know? Oh, God, it's probably so dusty. It's so dusty. Oh, it's incredibly no. dusty. And That's this, gross. from here on out, the episode is great. Because Buffy Cause shows up. action, yeah. <laughs> well, Buffy, even before the action, Buffy's like... Hey, didn't anyone come here to just make out? And there are just two people who were legitimately <laughs> making out that are like, uh, uh what's going on? <laughs> Oh, that's sweet. You run. Yeah, and they, they're from Sunnydale. They know to run when someone says to run. Buffy's so pissed that her sister, A, <laughs> was in a car with a random boy. B, was in a car with a vampire. <laughs> and Dawn tries to pull the, but angel shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I just love because Justin's got Dawn by the neck like he's threatening her. And Buffy shows up and looks at this and Dawn just steps to the side awkwardly like, no. oh, we weren't we weren't touching. It's fine. <laughs> and then like when Justin finds out that Dawn's sister is the Slayer, that somehow makes Dawn cooler to him. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't really understand. This relationship was headed places. Just oh, briefly, boy. Buffy shows up and she is just wearing the most garbage coat. <laughs> it is awful. Look at this, this awful trash, trash coat. coat. <laughs> it's gross. Oh. Why, yeah, Buffy? No. You had so many trench coats and you picked this one. And it's so, like, just brown and shapeless. No. It's like, and it's like got a bathrobe thing happening, too. It's it's, it's derelict, I think. Oh, Derelict. Derelict, yeah. <laughs> okay, so then the fight ensues. It's very one-sided in general because Buffy's here, because Giles is here. She's like and the Spike slayer. as well. Okay, so apparently Giles kills Zach, Christy, Maria, and Glenn. Oh, yes, because he gets <laughs> double-teamed by women. Yeah! And I'm like, oh, I mean, Giles and two girls. He knows what to do, right? He can handle yeah. himself. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, he fucking kills both of them. He does, and then, yeah, he gets jumped by this other guy, and he handles himself well enough there, too. Buffy only kills two of the vampires. Wow. One with a car door. Oh, yeah, that was mm, good, but and impossible. And Spike gets two. Wow. So Giles is, like, really crushing He's far everyone. in the lead with four. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right, and Dawn actually gets one as well. She stakes Justin just in the nick of time. Oh, very mm. good. Yeah, he's being like, oh, we can we can still be together, Dawn. You just have to be a vampire. No big deal. She's like kind of considering it. You know, it'd be something. And then it sucks because it's like the first boy that she kissed <laughs> and she has to kill him. Uh, it makes it all worth it for uh, me. God, I love it. I mean, it. He's, he's her Jesse, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just so dumb. <laughs> All right, so let's go home. Let's wrap this up. Buffy and Giles talk briefly about how best to handle Dawn, and Buffy's like, like yeah, thanks for talking to her, Giles. I'm going to go now, and runs upstairs. It's so good, because they're both like, yeah, we definitely both agree that someone needs to say something to her, and then Buffy's just like, I'm so glad you're here, and leaves. <laughs> And Giles is like, that is not what I meant, but well, too late now. <laughs> I imagine that going different in my head. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So sits down to have a really awkward conversation with Dawn. Someone needs to be disciplining her because of 
the shenanigans that she went and got into in Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. She knows she knows about Sunnydale. She like does guys. Know. <sighs> and it's funny because like a lot of the things that are happening to her, like does anything scare her really compared to what happened last season? <laughs> right? She's not the key anymore. Everything's fine now. She's got to find her own way. And when they're, you know, going up to the old man's house and the other girl is too scared. You're like, Don doesn't give a fuck about some creepy old man. No. Right? Like, Don's seen a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, is this old man a god? No? Cool, Don's fine. Exactly. All oh, right. actually, I, I have mm-hmm. a, another little quick thing. So, Don is talking to Justin at one point in this episode about how she is a freshman. Right. The previous season, Don was shown to be in high school <laughs> as a freshman. And now it's been a whole summer and she's still a freshman. Is she repeating the grade? Was that <laughs> did you, middle did school? Did she fail? Mm. How old did we decide she was? 14? Last know. year? Yeah, I think so. I 14. Because that's, that's grade nine, I'm pretty sure. Or freshman or whatever you guys want to call it. Yeah, it is. So she should really not be a freshman anymore. So I think that means she failed. Yeah, that's good. That's fun. Yeah. It's funny. Good for Dawn. Let's put a button on this episode and just forget it ever happened. As Willow does what? a bit of brain magic to mess around with Tara's memory, which I'm sure will go just fine. Well, there's no consequences, right? No consequences to magic. There's never a price. And like something was going bad in Willow's life. Tara was very upset with her. And so she just thought to herself, wouldn't we both be happier if Tara just forgot about that stuff I did? (laughs) Man, that would be easy. She is so bad at doing fights or anything. Because it's like, oh, Tara's got a problem. All right why don't I just ignore that and say, what do you want me to do? Have not done that in the past? Like, no, dumbass, don't do it in the future, you stupid. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't learn anything, though. Nope, she's learned absolutely nothing. How many episodes has it been since we had an Amy rat? (laughs) Last one was in season five, episode 11. Oh boy. Which is episode boy, 89 oh of this podcast, and that is 17 episodes ago. Wow, that's most of a season. Oh boy. Hashtag Amy Rat. Well, not this at one. At some point soon. <laughs> at some point within the next go down. season and a half. They're going to remember it's going to come up. <laughs> because Willow is definitely absolutely powerful enough to transform her back at this point. Yep. And just doesn't. Because she forgot. She did forget, as did all the writers. Everyone forgot. Everyone forgot about everything. Tara's forgotten about the fights. She doesn't know anything. And that's where we end this. It'll never backfire. Yeah. Very exciting. Michaela, do you like this episode? (laughs) Fucking youths, man. Yeah, so many goddamn youths. Jesus Christ. So, we've seen worse. It's... Yeah, it's dumb. Everything about it is dumb. I don't know. Throw this episode away. There are useful things that happen in it, but honestly, throw it away. On the Buffy Phenomenon website, it is rated 131 out of 144. Wow. That's very low. Holy shit. Where's Reptile Boy in that? Uh, 135. Damn. (laughs) This is below Goodbye, Oa. Wow. I had forgotten (laughs) about Goodbye, Oa. I had managed to block it out of my mind. Yep. And right above listening to fear, which is the Queller Demon yep. episode. Oh <laughs> yeah. god. Yeah, so this is not a well-liked episode. I mean, I can actually yeah, I can see that. Because 
even just comparing this to Reptile Boy, like yeah. this is a 30 <laughs> second pitch stretched over a 40 minute episode. Yeah. <sighs> it sets up some things for sure. One very important thing I would say. Well, okay. Two. So we have finally uh, Xander and Anya announcing their engagement. And Xander's which, commitment issues going along yeah. with that. Yeah. So that's important. Doesn't have to be in this episode. No. Like the, the episode does... It has no bearing on the episode. Does not. And then the the other thing is Willow's overuse of magic, which again, nothing to do with the youths in yeah. this episode, really. Like you could have that and have anything else going on. Well, honestly, all of that takes up maybe a minute of screen time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so many fucking youths. So many goddamn youths. Oh. Quickly before we go on to Taylor Kingston, who do you think won this episode? Oh, Certainly Jesus. wasn't us, the viewers. Nope. Um. So definitely not Dawn. No, Things she kissed a vampire. Dawn, yeah, and she liked it, but <laughs> <laughs> the taste of that cherry chapstick. Yeah, yeah. And then she gets in a load of load of trubs. Giles has a bad time. Buffy has. Oh, Anya maybe wins. Anya wins. She gets all that money, and she can oh, tell people she's yeah. engaged. Fuck yeah. She gets yeah, to show Anya. people the ring and Dawn asks if she can try it on and Anya says, no. <laughs> Absolutely not, is what she says, I think. <laughs> and Anya's looking forward to having many muscular male strippers at her bachelorette party. <laughs> <laughs> when when she t- says to Xander, oh, I'm just joking, and then mouths Call will me. talk to oh, Buffy. Oh, yeah, we'll talk, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, delightful stuff. Yeah, okay, that's a good win. And who uh, had the best fashion here? Amber Tamblin. That fucking turtleneck midriff bearing nonsense just made me so happy. I know you want me to pick Anya's Charlie's Angels outfit. No, no, no. I'm looking up whether Amber Tamblin is her real name. Because (laughs) why would you ever name someone that? Oh, I see. You think it's a stage name? Yes, because Amber Tamblin, like... It just I it, don't know, man. It's so southern. No, Amber Rose Tamblin. <laughs> Amber Tamblin. Like, do you never say your daughter's name before naming her? Amber Tamblin? Oh, that's terrible. It's yeah, yeah, it's it's rough actually. Martha Masters in drama series House. Oh no. Episode seven. Nah. Or season seven, sorry. Apparently she went to the Santa Monica Alternative Schoolhouse. Which is an unorthodox California school that has no letter grades. Oh, yes. Just like maybe a few K. <gasps> yes. <laughs> From Arrested Development. It all ties yep. back. It all ties yeah, back. Yeah, it absolutely does. All right, uh, Michaela. On to the best part of the episode. What do you think Teeks called the review for this episode? So, like, the first, whatever, ten episodes of this season, I went through and looked, right? right. And I... I I can't remember any of them. No, I So I just want to no. be really clear that I am not spoiled. I cannot remember what Teeks fucking called it. The one where Dawn makes out with a vampire. You are closer than you might think, but you didn't use the episode <laughs> title. Do you want to take another what? stab at it? Oh, jeez. Incorporating all the way. The one where Dawn almost goes all the way with We're, a vampire. Oh, with a vampire. Oh. Why did you have that? That's too many words. <laughs> the one where Dawn, Dawn almost goes all the way. Which because, is because. so problematic. It's She kissed yeah. him once. Yeah. No, several and times, I guess. I wanted to put with a vampire because that's the spoilery part. And Teeks loves to spoil things. Oh, that's true. That is a good right? shout. Yeah. So there are many things about this review that I love. 
Teeks has a lot of problems spelling impromptu. Oh, no. <laughs> and we don't need to dwell on those, but... That's good. I'm happy about it. Yeah. Let's just kick this off. I enjoyed this episode. It's not one of my favorite Halloween episodes <laughs> in the series, but it's a pretty Shit. good one. <laughs> Holy fuck. So, like, that's that's Teeks speak for I hated this episode, right? <laughs> it is one of the only three episodes based on Halloween yeah. in the entire series. And it's not one of the favorites, so therefore it's a piece of shit. <laughs> it's the bottom one, right? Yeah. Logically. Logically, yeah. In this episode, it's Halloween in Sunnydale and the magic box is having a big sale. Anya and Xander tell everyone, comma, finally, comma, that they're getting <laughs> married. Period. And everyone is really happy. Other period. <laughs> that's so passive aggressive i love the amount of stuff that is given over in this summary to things that just do not matter because there are two big things the first is we find out that giles isn't always cleaning his glasses he just doesn't want to see what's happening (laughs) we find this out when anya and xander are kissing and like that that's a throwaway joke that does not deserve two whole sentences or a sentence and a subclause then the other thing that really does not matter is when the vampires try to get, and this is in quotes, toothy, Buffy and Spike show up to oh. save the day. Spike says the funniest thing, it's Halloween. We take the night off. Those are the rules. Then the vampire replies, we don't follow the rules. Me and mine are rebels. Spike responds to that with, no, I'm a rebel. You're an idiot. And then he stakes him awesome and like that is so much of the review that's about a third of it and that's for three lines and like that joke is it is not funny worst one in the episode probably real not funny i love it yeah so teeks did not love this episode too much and gave it a seven out of ten wow wow yeah is that great doesn't say in this one but i think it is great okay yeah the one where don almost goes all the way antiques enjoyed this episode (laughs) all right michaela what else do we have to do housekeeping wise here oh i don't know do you know i think it's just what's coming up next (laughs) do do you know already i do it's a little episode (laughs) uh most major fans haven't heard of this one Right, yeah. It's pretty niche and underground, and I'm very hipster for knowing about it. It's a little episode called Once More with Feeling. Oh, yeah, no, I've never seen that one. I don't know what the premise is. I don't know anything about it, and I certainly haven't listened to the music very recently. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that the episode that we just watched all the way has a 7.2 on IMDb out of 10. Mm, mm -hmm. Once More with Feeling has a 9.7 it's a better episode yeah it is a practically perfect episode of television it is the top ranked episode on the buffy phenomenon good it should be honestly like the the filmography takes a big step up next episode like the production quality is yeah colors are brighter because it's a musical colors are bright like everything pops Everything is really cool and really fun. And this episode, it's all like looking at the pictures we have. It's a dark dark brown. It's just night the whole bloody time. And next episode, there's so many colors and it'll be an 
absolute delight. I am so looking forward to it. This is the pinnacle. This is it. Yep. This is the pinnacle. And you have to wait an extra long time. (laughs) I will be on my honeymoon. Hopefully the pod schedule is not interrupted at all. But yes. When I realized what episode we were doing today, (laughs) I was like, well, that sucks. (laughs) That'll be a better way to ease back into Buffy than if I had had to come back to this episode. Very true. You have something to look forward to, for sure. Yeah, when when do we next get the chance to pod? Like three weeks from now? Yeah, I think it's three weeks from now. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, that'll be a wait. Yeah. Okay. Sure, sure will. Until next time, our listeners can always reach out to us via email, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. They can find the pictures in their glorious dark brownness up on Facebook. (laughs) And if you want to reach out to us individually, we can be found on Sola, which is a combination media site and social network managed by AI. I'm on there at all hail our new robot overlords, Michaela. I'm on there at all hail the sun. Very nice. And until next time, farewell from from the the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. We got fun and games. We got everything you want. How do we know the names? We are the people that can find whatever you may need. If you've got the money, honey, we got your disease. Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hellmouth.